Learn Persian with Chai and Conversation, Rumi's Divanisho, Part 4. And welcome to part four of the discussion of Rumi's beautiful poem, Divan Eshop. We've learned half of the poem already. This is quite an accomplishment. Today, we're going over the next two lines of the poem. So let's listen to what we've learned so far and our two new lines as read by Fadi Shafinuri. Dilat raho kun aushiga, divanisho, divanisho, vandar dile aatash dara. پروانش و پروانش و هم خیش را بیگانه کن هم خانه را ویرانه کن وانگه بیا با آشغان هم خانش و هم خانش و رو سینه را چون سینه ها هفت آب شو از کینه ها وانگه شراب عشق را پیمانش و پیمانش و Okay, so those last two lines are the ones we're going to focus on. Let's listen to them one more time. Now that first line is the first time we've broken with the pattern of having a line of poetry end with a command. Let's go over what commands we've had so far. I'm going to say them and I want you to repeat them after me. Divanisho. Parvanisho. Hamkhanisho. The second line of this poem ends with a command. So let's learn that before we do anything else. The command is Paymanisho. So this follows the same structure as some of the other commands we've learned. Sho, as we know, means become, and it's addressing second person singular. So you become. And what is peymane? It means a chalice or a container for wine. Peymane. So become a chalice. Peymanesho. Now let's go back to the first line of the poem. Let's listen to it as read by Fadid. روسینه را چون سینه ها هفت آبشو از کینه ها So first the word رو means on. رو And سینه is the word for chest. It can also mean heart. Think of the word breast in English. On your breast, on your heart or chest. All these words are synonyms. So سینه so rusine is on your chest or heart. Rusine. Next is the word chon. Now, in contemporary conversational Persian, you would use this word to mean because. Chon. For example, you'd say, Chera, why? Chonke mi because I wanted to. Chonke, because. In this case, chon means like. Another way to say this in conversational Persian is mesle. So mesle means like, chon in this poem means like. So rusinera 
چون سینه ها so سینه ها is just a plural of سینه so one chest versus many chests سینه سینه ها so he's saying make your chest like the other chests رو سینه را چون سینه ها now let's look at this next phrase as a concept. Haft ob shu. Okay, so this literally means seven waters wash. Wash seven times. So haft is the word for seven. Haft. Ob means water. Ob. And finally, shu means wash. And it's in the command form. So you informal command. You wash. Shu. So haft ob shu, wash seven times. So you may know the number seven is a holy number. It shows up in religion a lot. Seven days, seven sins, seven lots of things. The concept of washing seven times is to purify something, like in a holy way. Haft ob shu. And finally, the word kine ha. Kine means grudge. Kine. And you know, it's a negative word. It's kine, a grudge. So just like sine ha is a plural of sine, so chests versus chest, kine ha is plural of kine or grudge. So grudges versus grudge. Kine is grudge. Kine ha is grudges. Kine ha. So haft ob shu as kine ha literally means wash seven times from grudges, but it means purify of grudges. So wash your chest like the chests that are washed seven times from grudges. So rid your heart of all of its grudges. As is the word for from. So haft ob shu as kinaha, purify from grudges. Haft ob shu as kinaha. And back to the first part of the phrase. Again, we see the word ra in there, the direct object marker. So on the chest, like the chest, half ob shu as kinaha, that are washed seven times from grudges. So let's say this all together. And then is the phrase haft ob shu as kineha. So, like I said earlier, this is the first line that breaks from the pattern of every other line of this poem to have a command as the last part of the line. The command in this line comes in the middle when he says haft ob shu. So, instead of kun, do, or shu, become, the command is shu, wash. Shu. So again, let's say this all together one more time. Rusinera chunsineha. Haft ob shu as kineha. Wonderful. Now let's listen to the second part. Bongah sharab ishkra. Paymonisho. Paymonisho. So we've covered that last command. Paymanisho, become the chalice. Paymanisho. So we're back to having a command 
as the last part of the line. Peimonisho. To start the line, we have the word vonga. We had this in the last lesson where we learned vonga bia baoshikan and then come with the lovers. So vonga again is a combination of va and onga, spoken quickly and means then. Vonga. And as we said in the last lesson, in conversation today, we wouldn't say vonga. We would say unwacht which means the same thing. And then, so it's giving us a timeline here, saying first, wash yourself of grudges, and then, sharab ishra. So sharab means wine. Sharab. And ishq is the word for love. Ishq. And this is one of those words that's so hard to say because it has the qeh sound that isn't in English. Qeh. And it combines it with another consonant, sh, which is also hard. Ishq. So you really just have to practice this word over and over again until you can get it. Ishq, ishq, ishq. And of course, it's an important word in poetry. Love. You hear it all the time. Ishq. So sharab ishq, the wine of love. Sharab ishq. And we have raw in there as the direct object marker signifying what should we become a chalice for? For the wine of love. Sharab ishq. So the full line is Vangah sharab ishqra peimanisho peimanisho. All right, let's repeat this all together. Vangah sharab ishqra Okay, wonderful. We're going to listen to Fadid read this line again, and hopefully this time you'll understand the whole thing. All right, and hopefully you understood all those words. We have only one lesson left to cover all the rest of the words in this poem. Remember to try to memorize this as we're going along. At the end of the next lesson, I'm going to ask you to record yourself saying this poem in a beautiful location and submitting a video of it to me. This poem has so much wonderful repetition, so it's such a pleasure to recite it and to know it by heart too. When you do learn these words and phrases in the poem, when you memorize the poem, the words become a part of you and you'll be able to more easily use them in conversation. So keep that in mind and join me in part four, the thrilling conclusion of the discussion of Rumi's Divan Thank you for listening and until next time, Hoda Hafez from Leila.